Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Movie Podcast, episode 073. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, joined by my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you this week? Disappointed. Ah, you're disappointed. That's a shame. Uh, What's got you disappointed? Uh, Nothing really in my personal life or anything. Just something that we'll definitely get into at the end of the episode. Oh, okay, okay. I think I might have an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, at Explosive Pod, that's the Twitter feed where you can keep up with all the good stuff. Uh, I, I can't really congratulate myself because we just had a little technical difficulty, and so I already had it in my mind that I needed to remember that. Well, you know what's <laughs> funny? Like, okay, so that went smooth. It went smoother than the other one. Not that the other one was, like, rocky, but it's, like, everything that we already had said, we, were, we knew we were going to say, and it reminds me of The Office where Pam has Michael... Like, when somebody calls through, she's like, all right, here you go. And then Michael's like, hey, blah, 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 what's going on? So something stupid. And yeah. then she and then she goes, okay, here they actually are. And she says, like, to the camera, like, I always like to give Michael, you know, a dry run so he can actually get his shit together type deal. Yeah. Like, so he doesn't do that. Kind of feel like that's what happened. And uh, so yeah. it was better. <laughs> I will see you then or I will see you at another time. <laughs> yep. Take it easy, Jobin. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm also a little disappointed in myself. This is, I think, the first video that we've done that I am not wearing any of my EH gear. But I do have my Explosive Hammer sticker on my water bottle, so... Oh, nice. I guess that counts. All right, so, you're disappointed. Um, what, el- what else is new? What else has been going on the last couple of weeks? Um, not much. Kara's birthday was yesterday. So we Ooh. went to her parents' house, and we celebrated that, and that was fun. Um, although, like, her, her brother's... A pipe burst in her brother's condo and it was like raining in his condo yesterday so that sucked but that got taken care of and then she was doing laundry and she went to throw in like the detergent and put it in the dryer because she's dumb at her parents house so that was fun that was another little thing anyway but <laughs> later that night we're enjoying the nice birthday cake and earlier she had told me that it was vanilla cake vanilla cake and vanilla icing and i was like okay, okay i like that and <clears throat> then we sit down to eat it and i guess her brother just like doesn't like cake really at all what a freak no but he, he's a pie guy so he wasn't he wasn't uh, eating any but it was like me kara and her parents we were all sitting down and everybody's getting their slice and i honestly just like didn't want dessert so i was like i'm just gonna pass and she's like well it's my birthday like please just have a little bit and i really didn't think of anything of it that she was pushing this on me because she always does this with things that like if i don't want to try something you know she's always just try it just do it <laughs> so i'm like okay and she gives me like a tiny little piece and so we all uh sit down and we, we eat it like we all kind of take our first bite at the same time and i take my first bite and i kind of like i i know that i'm like making this face um and i look to my right at her dad and he's not he's just eating the cake and i look to her the left and her mom's just eating the cake and so i kind of just keep looking down at my plate and i'm eating it and i'm thinking this is the worst vanilla cake i've ever had in my life but i'm gonna be polite i'm not gonna say anything nobody else is saying anything but then I look up and I catch Kara and she's just laughing. And I'm like, what? Okay, what is this? And she's like, it's almond cake. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's the flavor. And I didn't like, it was okay, but my my mind was set on vanilla. So yeah. like, I was just all kinds of fucked up and I was like, just going to keep my head down and eat it. But, you know, the worst vanilla cake ever. So She and, thought it was the funniest thing ever, though. <laughs> this is why she was pushing it on you? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And and her parents like didn't know that she said that to me, and obviously they knew it was almond, whatever. So I'm just sitting there trying to be the nice person. <laughs> yeah. You know. 
and whatever. <laughs> Screw that. Never again. Dang. I'm going to get her back somehow. Almond's <laughs> such a bizarre flavor to be, like, unexpectedly hit by, too. Exactly. Like, my mind is set on vanilla, and vanilla's, like, good, but it's plain. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't know. The and other... Like, is it oh, lemon? Go ahead. No, no, no I, was, I was just... Okay, go ahead. The, the other one that I, that I always think of is, like, Sprite. If you, like, think you're about to drink Sprite and it's water... And, like, my first thought is, like, oh, this fucking Sprite is so flat. Like, this is the worst (laughs) Sprite I've ever had. Like, it doesn't even occur to me that it might be water. I'm just like, no, this is horrible Sprite. The worst that's ever happened to me is after a night of drinking, if there's maybe vodka laying around and not (laughs) in, like, a glass, Uh. if you think that's water... That'll fuck you up for a bit, because you're all you're thirsty as hell, and you take a big old gulp. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean that was more like happened like in college, obviously, but like it happened and it was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or um, you don't see a cigarette butt in the bottom of the cup or something. That's another. That's Have you it. actually done that? Because I have at a party. Uh, I no, I think the only one I had when I was a kid, uh, there was like a can of Pepsi on the table, and I, I. <laughs> oh, do I know? Do I might know this? Go on. Yeah, though. I could. I couldn't really have like Pepsi or anything like that, so I took a sip and it was dip spit. Yeah, my dad. Yep. Yeah, that was that one's also really really bad. Ooh, drinking dip spit's gotta be. Oh man, but it happens. Did yeah, you, I don't even want to know. Did you like throw up? Were you visceral no, response? Just like, no, because I like wasn't. I knew I like shouldn't be drinking the Pepsi, so it was just like, oh, I'm being punished. It's like that's so funny. <laughs> Dang. All right, God, you got me on this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I damn near. I damn near drank a full beer with a cigarette, oh. cash, cash cigarette in it until I realized I'm like, I don't know why this tastes disgusting, but it's beer and I'm kind of drunk, so I'm gonna keep drinking it. <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever have i've seen somebody do it though and like man that face is like you can't remake the face that someone makes when they do that it's like doing the bean boozled and you're like you know it could be toothpaste or it could be blueberry it's fucking toothpaste um but yeah what so what's up what's happened with you lately though all right all right i have some stuff i'm very excited i i'm so excited to talk about this i could talk about it for i could do the whole app if you want to just sit back, if you want to just leave, and I'll just do the rest of this episode talking about this. Um, Man, okay. it actually makes me kind of wish we had. If you really could talk that much, I wish we had dedicated episode. But I'm excited I, to hear the highlights. But, like, the funniest thing is that, like, it's really oh, – hold on. I, I, I guess I'll come back to what I'm going to say. So I think I talked about it before. I know I talked about it a really long time ago. I put in for an email. Um, uh, there was an open casting for extras for The Righteous Gemstones which I probably have talked about on here before. I watched it during quarantine at some point. Love the show. Love Danny McBride, John Goodman, Adam Devine. There's, I mean, it's got an all-star cast. Walter Goggins. And real um, quick, give like, give like a quick like one or two sentence. What's the plot? What's, what's the... What's right, the right. Okay, so it follows the gemstones are this family, and they run a like mega church. And it's just kind of about a bunch of shit going on. They're, they're just... They're mega church whatever they're these holy people but obviously they have a lot of fucked up shit that they do uh outside of that what is the righteous what sorry what's that name from what that's their congregation name that's their like? their last name is gemstone oh it is, okay they are the gemstones okay. yeah and the name the name of the church is like gemstone some i don't know something okay Gem, gemstone church right <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so they were doing open casting for season two. I put in, you had to like send a picture. It felt really weird. Um, but I put in for it. Never heard anything. I like totally forgot about it because productions like shot, shut down everywhere last year. And then I got an email 
uh, this has probably been like two months ago now, it was like, hey, we had somebody drop out, can you show up in two weeks? And so super stoked, I was like, hell yes. Um, you had to get two COVID tests like the week of, and- Makes sense. Um, yeah, all, all that I knew is that I'd be playing a, uh, a sheriff, a sheriff deputy, and that was it. There was no other details, like here's the time and address, um, so the first time, the first day I was supposed to go, I, I show up and I'm driving out there and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, uh, oh, and I guess I should just preface all this by saying like, if I stop myself or like avoid certain details, it's because they were very, very serious about the, um, <clears throat> uh, what, what, what's the word for like a, where you can't post what you're doing or like specifics about the show. Well, like, I mean, an NDA is, you know, what NDA, you, yes, you didn't have you. to sign that, though, right? You, they, or it doesn't sound like you... Did you sign something or you were just told? I didn't, but they definitely... They said we were under an NDA, like, but many, many times. But if you didn't sign anything, so I, like, is, I just, yeah. like, technically... Like, I'm not, right. not going to, like... Just, let me... All right, let me put it this way. I did a Mad Libs of, like, a very big plot point in... <laughs> in uh obx uh, oh, out of yeah. bank season two i will I, which still hasn't released i'm not gonna do that for for this right <laughs> um, by the okay. way the question on everybody's mind you gotta send a picture in do you have headshots or you just what do you send in <laughs> yeah uh, well it says like it says to send selfies like it's like a sh- uh, a, sh- a full body shot and a, a face shot and it says use a selfie from your phone that makes I, sense. I, I think it actually said don't to not use professional headshots. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you don't have them, they probably don't want you to go out and get them with the whole Yeah. Well, I mean, and thing. I was thinking, pro- like, they probably don't want, like, they probably want you to actually show up how you look in real right. life. Right. Like, not, like, the super, like, I'm, I imagine it would probably take a lot of work, a lot of effort, but there's probably someone out there who could make me look gorgeous. <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't want that. They're like, no, send us your <laughs> ugly uh-huh. mug. Let's do this. Um, so it wasn't like you didn't send multiple. Here's me as a clown, and here's what I look like <laughs> as a worker, construction worker. <laughs> None of that. Um, but I did change shirts. I don't know if that was necessary. I did change shirts for the picture. Like I thought maybe that would make me look more like profesh. But yeah. um, okay, so I'm driving out there. It's in the middle of nowhere. Like I lost service, and oh. like the last couple miles. Thankfully, it was just like you know stop at this point because I couldn't. Like my GPS cut out. Everything like whatever no phone um and i show up and immediately i can see that like it's kind of chaotic like there's a lot of people running around and a lot of just like mass confusion so i park i go find somebody that was wearing like a safety vest and i was like hey do you know where like extras need to be or anything like that and he was like he's like i don't know man just fucking i don't know man (laughs) He was like, well, uh, I hate to tell you this, but I'm pretty sure we're shutting down for the day. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, all the actors, everyone's like really sick. They've been drinking the water heat like on site and everybody's just like really sick. Which is like a weird, you'd think they just have bottled water period. Right. Well, the only thing I could think is like, it was extremely hot. And so I think maybe they ran out or yeah i don't don't know um but yeah so anyways they were he was like just kind of stand by like we're gonna like i don't don't leave yet so i was standing there and i think i remember telling you that was where i met adam 
Divine's body double mm-hmm. who just happened to be standing there. And I think I just was like making small talk and I was like, oh, like, have you been working on this for a while? And he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm Adam's body double. Like, I've been everywhere, like, doing this. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, and then. And he wasn't immediately recognizable, though, is that. You, did you say he didn't really look like him? Well, he, like, his, his hair, like, but like body type size everything is identical his face not at all nothing yeah so all the important things for filming yeah exactly for a body double right yeah um so then someone comes around and they're like hey yeah we're shutting down for the day you guys will still get paid which i was super excited about oh that's cool oh uh, yeah um so that was the end of that and i was super i was kind of disappointed because i was like I don't know, you know, if they do a reshoot, I don't know if I'll be available. Oh, right. Did I just lose my chance? Yeah, exactly. Um, So then I got an email for a second day, and they said it was for a different scene. And I was off work and everything, so I was like, okay, cool. Like, yes, I'll do it. And they were like, you're still going to be the sheriff deputy since you're already, like, they had an outfit, like, sized for me. Wow. Well, you, so you had to send in dimensions too? Dude, like, yeah. Or... I had to like take a tape around my head because they were like, what's your hat size? And I was like, I don't know, medium. And they were That's like, funny. no, like, no, like in what? inches, what is your head? I'm like, I don't know, 48? <laughs> Does that sound like reasonable? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, so. Did you, no, wait, I'm so sorry. Did you have to have Mackenzie measure your head? Yeah. Like, or did you just. Okay. No. Well, she, she did help me because she was the one who had like a, 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 um, like a tape, but not a not like a measuring like, tape that comes out of a fucking thing, right? But like, like a, a soft tape measure. Yes, thing. Soft, like thank a, you, yeah. thing, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she did help me with that. But um, that's just funny to have to be like, Can you measure my head. <laughs> yeah, because like everything else, like I just went by like some shirts, some like dress shirts that I have and stuff for like mm-hmm. everything else. But I was like, fuck, like I can't escape this head thing. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a tape around. My head. <laughs> That's funny. Um, So, uh, like, two days before the second day, I got an email that was like, hey, change of plans. We're doing the original shoot. It's going to be, like, all through the night. Are you still available? And I was like, hell yes. I did have to work the next day, but I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm doing – I'm not – yeah, I'm not missing out on this. Um, So, second day, I show up. First of all, when I showed up, no one said it was canceled, so things were already going really, really well. (laughs) Um, do you, I mean, do you want like start to finish story and details? Cause like, I don't want to, I don't want to bore you to death. I don't know if it's, if it's too much. I mean, whatever you feel like is talk is worth talking about. I guarantee okay. it's worth hearing about. All right. So everything. No, uh, I, yeah. I tell think, me, I want to know like step me, by so, fucking step. <laughs> when, when, all right, this is what I was going to say earlier. By the time I get to the end of the story and everything. And when I look back, it really wasn't much. But, like, for me, as a just as, like, a fanboy of, like, the filmmaking process and obviously all of the actors and everything, like, I was just, like, every minute was just, like, soaking it in, fully torqued. Like, it was yeah. amazing. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so I show up, and right away they wanted me to get changed and everything so they could make sure my stuff fits. Um, I changed. I met, there was, like, four or five other people that were doing the, the sheriff deputy thing. Um so we all got changed. Many deputies are there? I'm confused. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I offline I will tell you. I can tell you more about that. Okay, the okay. And everything. Um, but so, you, I mean, you're not gonna tell me offline, right? Right. But, okay. I mean, right because of the because of the non disclosure agreement. Right. The non non disclosure agreement that right. exists. <laughs> so we all get changed. They they had to, like take pictures of us, make sure we all like look the same or whatever. 
and then just kind of hung out. Oh, continuity pictures? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sat around for a while, and then they served lunch or dinner, I guess, because it was, like, (laughs) starting to get pretty late. Uh, No water. Only bottled. Yeah, it was. They did have a lot of bottled water. (laughs) Um, The food was, like, absolutely amazing. That's awesome. Company was called, like, movie catering or something like it was like really it was such a strange name that i was like oh do they do they just like not cater for other people <laughs> well, whatever it was really really good i ended up getting so they had like barbecue they had like brisket and like a whole bunch of sides or whatever but they had barbecue jackfruit which i'm not like vegetarian or vegan but like that just sounded so fucking interesting to me um so that was what i got and it was amazing it was the best barbecue i've ever had I feel like you just uh, entered some sort of like echelon that us regular people are not a part of. Like there's I, like a there's like a part of your life that's pre barbecue jackfruit and then post. Yeah, that's dude, that's what it felt. I didn't even know what a jackfruit was. I when I sat down, I'm, I started. I was googling jackfruit because I was like, what does one of these look like? like <laughs> I don't know what wild, is it because I've never. Uh, it's. I mean, you'll have to Google it to see to see a picture, but I mean, it's pretty cool. I guess I've heard. I guess it's pretty common for like vegans to to use jackfruit and as so, a, yeah. a meat substitute. So it was like a buffet style thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had like some desserts and some other stuff. You know, that was cool. And um, eating with all their extras and everything, they, like, none of us, there was only one person who had like done extra work. Uh, Oh. And he had done a lot. Like, when he showed up, he had a, (laughs) he had a um, Mission Impossible Fallout bag and like a duffel bag. And I was like, oh, cool. I like the bag. And he was like, yeah, I got it when I was working on the set as an extra. Like, so it oh, definitely carries it around to start that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. I was like, man, I probably just made your day by asking Seriously. You should have just been like, oh, that movie fucking sucked and just walked away. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so not all of us were pretty new to it. Everybody's pretty excited. And it was then, nice of you to eat with the other extras and not in your trailer. I'll say. Oh, right. Yeah. I, know. I just, I, you know, I'm just a stand up extra, you know, <laughs> I'm just built differently, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, they did like, uh, they, so they were filming some other stuff and we were like about to get in line when they said food was ready. And they were like, Oh, can you guys, can you guys hold off for a sec? The crew's coming back. They're, so they're going to eat. You guys can just stand there. And then when they're done eating, you can go ahead and eat. I was like, Oh, okay. Now <laughs> I, I, for a second there, I forgot where I was at like you know in the hierarchy and now right. I, just, I just remembered <laughs> um also they have uh they had a couple of people that are employed as like covid they're like part of the covid team and they were the most strict people i've ever seen they were like if if more than two people were started like to sit at a table or like gather at a table they would go over and be like hey, hey two to a table <laughs> this is something like the the movie company or whatever has to like hire as like a yeah yeah you know just pr- yeah with the pandemic that's that's so wait how did you you talk to people but like a different or how did this work then like you get you just sat with other people or you weren't able to sit with them because of that? no you you could you just could only have two people at a at, at one of the tables like and that was just for sitting and eating because that was like one of the only times oh, you could right. take your mask off um, did, I mean, the, did you sit with Mission Impossible guy, or that was just another? Yeah, I actually, I hung out with him a lot. He was really, really yeah, cool. I mean, cool. other than the Mission Impossible thing was kind of weird, but like, <laughs> he he was just like, I don't know. He, I think, probably because I asked that, he decided to bestow upon me all of his knowledge of uh, 
the filmmaking process and everything. Yeah. But but I actually really appreciate it because he was like, there's John's trailer, there's Danny's trailer. And, uh, you know, of course, he's on a first-name basis with all these people. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, there's John Goodman's trailer, there's Danny's trailer. He's like, yeah, that's Danny's car. Like, that's John Goodman's car. Like, There's Johnny's <laughs> car. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I call him Johnny. Um, but, yeah, and then... There was a so there was a us as the sheriff deputies and then there were some other extras that were firemen, um, super obnoxious. They were all actual firemen and I think they all worked together. I got that impression at least. They were a very tight group, but they were just super like obnoxious and uh, like the COVID people kept having to go over them and be like, put your mask up, put your mask over your nose because they were, were they just, being like bros kind of. Yes, like, yeah, they yeah. were just very broy and very yeah. Douchey. Ugh. But kind of, at the same time, like I guess what you'd expect out of fire people, firefighters. It's also it is a little surprising that they wouldn't want to wear their masks properly. Like they know what, especially lung damage can do to you yeah, as a firefighter. Yeah, don't, they don't, I don't like, understand. Okay. And and I'm like, okay, at work. I I guarantee you guys have to wear these all the time. Like right, it's uh, just weird. Anyways, um, so it was a lot of waiting around too it's like like i'm spitting out all this stuff but it was honestly this is probably six hours worth of just kind of like standing we had one meal and then more standing um Mm. and then finally we got we were waiting on like the shuttle vans to take us to the actual set um they oh and i didn't mention that they moved the 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 meeting place to somewhere that was in service and then shuttled everyone to the middle of fucking nowhere where the actual scene was. Oh, okay. Um, so, I, you have you watched Righteous Gemstones or no? No, I haven't. I should though. I wanted to when I, I yeah, I need to, but I haven't. Okay. <clears throat> there's a so there's there's a part of the show. Where there's a van. Uh, Kelvin, who's played by Adam Devine, has a, a God Squad, which is just a group of <laughs> super beefy uh, religious men. I guess. Didn't he already do that in Workaholics? <laughs> um, I think he had a group. I don't remember what it was exactly. <laughs> And I was thinking, too, like, I was like, man, if I meet him, like, do I tell him I'm in the Coast Guard? But, like, I don't... I, because have you ever heard that story about his, like, run-in with the Coast Guard? No. Okay, there's an episode. I don't know what season this is. There's an episode where they, like, face off with some Coast Guard recruiters. They, like, have a tent next to them for whatever their company is. And they, like, I don't know. They get into this weird, like, fight. And then um, he was on a talk show afterwards... And said that, like, someone from the Coast Guard called him and they were like, extremely upset at how, like, the Coast Guard was portrayed. Really? In the, yeah, in the, in the show. And uh, so I was like, man, do, like, do, I, do I bring that up or do I just, <laughs> do I just leave that be? <laughs> um, so anyways, they shuttled us in. I got to ride in the, in the God Squad van, which I was, like, super excited about. <laughs> um, and then some of the parts where I actually started to see the people and meet the, the big actors that I was hoping to... Um, the first was John Goodman, and uh, Mission Impossible guy was like, oh, there's John's body double. And then he, like, stopped himself, and he was like, oh, no, that's that's John. And I look over, if you, and... God, if you tell me you met any of them, I'm going to shit my pants. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I'm going to shit my pants. All right, be ready, everybody. <laughs> so I look over, and John, John Goodman's standing outside his trailer, and he's like doing a little like tap dance to himself like, <laughs> it was the strangest thing like he was literally he was standing by himself and he was just like dancing just like having a really good time vibing out <laughs> and somebody from the crew was like yeah like john's just really excited to be like working again and stuff he's a really energetic guy yeah. he's great and i was like okay this is awesome like this is already again fully torqued um <laughs> so that was the only one i saw before we got to the set so we get to the set 
they want to do a group meeting and kind of like show what the scene's going to look like and everything, act it out with like little cars and stuff. Uh, oh, the other thing is they were very serious about no phones on set. I may okay. or may not have gotten a couple of pictures and stuff. Um, but you didn't. But right. And it was really hard to, uh, if I had. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they they act out. They, they do the little scene with the, um, the vehicles and the people and stuff, like little toy cars. And then afterwards they're like, all right, is everybody ready? Like, let's do this. And someone screams like at the top of their lungs. They're like, sir, yes, sir. And in my mind, I'm like, it's one of those fucking firemen, one of those obnoxious firemen from earlier. I got to see who this person is. So I look to the direction where the, the shouting came from, and it was John Goodman. I, got, I knew. I knew it was going to be John. Oh, my God. Um, That's so, crazy. Yeah, and then I didn't even realize that I was, like, standing next to him, right next to him during that whole thing until he, like, you know, blew my eardrum out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah then some filming takes place some stuff takes place i was super super lucky i i just happened to be standing right behind whoever was like directing the scene with all the monitors and all the gear again may or may not have a picture i may or may not send it to you right after this um and i was just like so happy to just be standing there while i was waiting for my part um, and then it worked out so fucking well because after the actors, like, and I'm talking to all the main, the big actors and I, I have to pull up, um, the, the actress that plays Judy too, because honestly, she's like, I, you would recognize her for sure. And she is an amazing actress, but she was also a part of this. And I keep forgetting to bring her up. Uh, Edie Patterson. Edie Patterson. Um, hold on. Research team's going to get a list for you. Oh, well, well, research team's doing that. Wait, are the... Wait, is Walter Goggins one of the brothers? He is a uh, brother-in-law to John Goodman. Okay, and wait, is jo- and John's the dad? John, yeah, oh, yes. Of yes. Danny and John, Adam? Yeah, John's the dad of Danny, okay. Adam, and Edie Patterson's character, Judy. Um, and then she's, she's married, so she's married to Walter? No, she is... Oh. Um, no. Oh, uh, oh. John's, it's, it's John's wife's Right, brother. his brother-in-law, not his, yeah. okay, not his son-in-law. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was not there. Walter, Walter Goggins. Yeah, Walter okay. Goggins was not there. Um, so anyways, right after they're filming some stuff, um, and I totally forgot this, but the show is also done by Danny's, uh, production company. I can't think of the name of it right now, but his company that did Halloween, uh, and they're doing oh. Halloween too. So, and I also forgot that the whole show is kind of his baby. Like, he wrote and directed, like, a lot of these episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, when the first, when, when you watch the first episode, the credits roll, and it's just, like, Danny McBride, Danny McBride, Danny McBride. <laughs> um, so, right after they film, he walks up, like, like he's standing, like, right next to me, like, where I was standing. He's checking out the monitors, and he was, like, how it look? Like, what's everybody thinking? And they're, like, yeah, it looks good. And, uh. And then he just, like, immediately, and and in general, they're all, like, they were all exactly who you would expect them to be, like, off camera. Um, So he's like, how'd it look? What did everybody think? I'm like, yeah, it looks good. And he was like, oh, yeah, all right, cool, sweet. And and then he, (laughs) I don't remember how it gets brought up, but he was almost instantly was like, do you guys remember LimeWire? Do you guys remember when, like, you felt (laughs) so fucking hood when you, like, got a hot link off of LimeWire? What the hell? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and then... So he's just kind of, they were just bullshitting for like 10 minutes and I managed to get into the conversation about LimeWire at some point. And um, so I was like very excited, very torqued about that. 
And then right after that, uh, Adam Devine came up. He was, again, just kind of shooting the shit. And Edie Patterson also walked up, and they were sitting. And uh, like I said, I was just so fucking lucky. I just happened to be, like, right there, got to be right there with them. Um, but, yeah, when I was saying that they're so just like themselves is uh, when Edie Patterson walked up, she had a bag of Skittles. And she asked Adam if he wanted some, and he was like, yeah, I'll take a couple. You know, it's the weekends, trying to beef up. During the during during the weekdays, you know, I gotta I gotta keep a strict diet for my filmmaking days, and I was just I don't know, I was just smiling so fucking big under my mask because I was like, that just sound it sounds like some shit you would hear out of like workaholics or something. Right, exactly. So, anyways, that was uh, it. It wasn't. It was maybe thirty minutes or so of like FaceTime with them, and that was about it. And then it was time for me to do my stuff. Um, did my stuff. Uh, it's crazy because. You know, I was like on set and everything and did this for like probably close to 10 hours when it was all said and done. And it's like two seconds. It's like a two, maybe, maybe two to 10 second shot <laughs> that I... Are you, you don't talk, right? No, no, no lines. Okay. So Mission Impossible guy, uh, I think he does have a line. I was wondering if he... Because he... If he was uh, a, a Yeah, they, when they gathered all of us, they were like, who's our one? And he was, you know, immediately like popped up or whatever, so... Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited I, to see this guy in a lead role in five years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope he gets <laughs> autograph. Um, oh, I should have. It's gonna be worth millions. <laughs> um, so we did our scene. I I tried I tried to put myself in a good spot, and I think I did. I just uh, you know I hope depending on where exactly the camera was and everything. Like I think I'll be in focus. I think I'll be a visible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I hope so. I guess we'll find out for sure when it when it comes out and then um yeah afterwards we ended up getting done like earlier than expected um it was like i want to say it was 1 30 or maybe 2 in the morning and then, oh wow yeah and then they cut us loose and that was that was it they were going to do some more filming with the the main actors after mm-hmm. we were done um but yeah so did was... you did you shake any of the like actors hands so you got to like speak and be around them did you like mm. i don't know it's i don't know if it's like not if it's frowned upon to do that uh, yeah, I didn't know either, and, like, they had said no, like, not to have phones on, on set, so mm-hmm. obviously, like, everybody wants to get a picture and everything, but I was yeah. like, man, first of all, like, I'm I'm always, like, if I were to just meet, let's say I just ran into, like, Bill Murray on the street, obviously, like, want to get a picture immediately, right? But uh, there's also a part of me that's like, ah, is that, like is that too much for them if i'm like let me get a picture right now yeah <laughs> you know? i kind of feel the same way like yeah. um slug from the atmosphere like the group it's only two people whatever but the hip-hop group atmosphere i it's my all-time favorite group ever and i went and saw him like in concert and slug basically it's slug and ann and, and the other guy just does you know whatever like the the, the music the backing and oh okay uh and uh but slug is the rapper and he came out and sh- like shook everybody's hand or whatever, introduced himself to everybody in line that yeah. was waiting, which is really really cool. And um, a lot of people were getting pictures with him and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna be like one of the few people that like just enjoys this moment. And it'd be cool to get a picture. I'm not. I would love to like. It's. I'm not like looking down on people like blah blah blah. Yeah. Like you'd love to remember it. But I'm just like you know. And I was there with a friend, and he didn't get one either. We both just shook his hand and took it in. It was really cool and. Uh, so like I can under you know I I, yeah. just, I don't know like it it's cool to just like 
not just yeah you know, just just to be able to be around them and like you said like if you meet somebody famous on the street like i bet they'd really appreciate it if you just told them how much you know you respect them whatever but yeah don't get a picture whatever it is but um yeah anyway as your story went on i was literally the meme of um mick mick uh what's the what's the wrestler commissioner guy oh mick, vince mcmahon vince mcmahon yeah. i was literally that meme it was like free delicious food and then hearing John Goodman scream, and I'm, like, falling back in my chair, and then being right beside Adam and, and uh, Danny, and, and then finally filming your scene. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. That that's, sounds like that's, like, a, what no. it felt like, too. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I didn't get a picture. I didn't shake hands or anything. I just uh, kind of, like, w- was, like, I, I don't know. It's hard. I was, I was in the circle. I was in the conversation circle. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, we, that's you see, like, amazing. a group of people, and they, I don't know how it happens, but people just naturally, like, form some kind of, like, shunning circle where, like, <laughs> no one else is allowed in. I just, I happened to be in the circle when it was happening. Right. And, they, and it was cool because, like, you know, they're, like, they're looking at you while they're talking to you and, t- and talking to everybody. And so, like, they're making eye contact. It's, I mean, it's, like, it's not, a, it's a very big deal to me, but to them, they're just being cool, just, like, I know. being themselves, you know. Um, Do you feel like you absorbed anything when they looked at you? Maybe it took a little bit of their skill? Oh, yeah, for sure. I felt a lot of, yeah, like, uh, something <laughs> happened to my body. And so, um, you know, watch out, because Gemstone Season 3, I, I'm pretty sure that I locked in a main, a, 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 or at least a reoccurring role. We'll see. <laughs> You'll be taken over for Walter. If he yeah, exactly. To come back. The credits will roll and it'll be like written by Jeremy, directed by <laughs> Jeremy, and all that stuff. It'll be you instead of Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So cool. I have I have the story that's like related to what you were saying about uh, meeting people in person because I just think this is like one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen on Reddit. Uh, it was a, it was a, a thread about like what's a, a like a really cool moment. For like that your parents had or whatever that you witnessed and somebody there was a guy who said he was a kid uh he was like a young kid with his dad they got in an elevator and it was a big basketball player i can't remember if it was like kevin garnett or something like but it was someone of like that caliber got in the elevator with them and uh he said his dad was just just kind of gave him like a sup nod (laughs) <laughs> and he's he said like you know as as a kid like he just kind of followed his dad he just did the same thing like gave him like uh-huh. a sub nod and he was like looking back like that's so fucking cool that his dad like obviously it was a huge deal to both of them but his dad didn't make a big deal out of it right like, he just kind of did the and, nod yeah. and that and that was and and kevin, kevin garnett whoever it was like just nodded back and that was that was it it was just like a cool moment they had. exactly they don't want you bugging them or whatever and you know what it's probably yeah. like they're just like damn that dude yeah yeah like what a cool ass dude (laughs) um but yeah that's my that was my gemstone experience now that i've taken up quite a bit of the episode (laughs) it sounded righteous and awesome it it was very righteous it was it it was it was award worthy Ooh. unlike some of these other jamokes out here we're talking about (laughs) yes uh the other thing that we're talking about in this episode is the awards the Oscars, which, which happened, <laughs> this was really delayed, right? Is this? Yeah, it's about a month and a half isn't now. Isn't it typically? Well, oh, I, I mean. Oh, the, oh, the yeah, the Oscars were delayed. Yeah, 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 it's usually in February. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I know, we're not delayed. I didn't mean that. Right. No. Yeah, we're <laughs> right on. This is perfectly scheduled. Um, <laughs> I think I know we've talked about this before. I feel like uh. I don't know about you. For you, for me, Oscars is maybe one of the only awards that I I kind of enjoy. I kind of like to <laughs> to watch and everything. 
Yeah, I mean, out of the major awards, I would I definitely say that's the only one I you know I really care about or would watch. But it's de- it's definitely like a self serving you know. Yeah, yeah, it like, still still follows suit with all of the other. Academies. Right, it's just famous people acknowledging other famous people. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, but I like seeing who's gonna win and stuff, and yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of who's gonna win, we obviously will read the awards, which this is fresh news. You probably don't know who who's <laughs> won these awards, but it doesn't matter anyways because <laughs> it's very possible that we have some conflicting opinions and would like to recognize the real winners of these categories. Um, um, can I just preface this by saying I have definitely not seen all these movies, so same. some of the yeah some of the some of these quote unquote rewrites will be based on just like who I like or yes. plot wise if I biased. liked it but didn't see it yeah which I mean I like to run that way all the time so this is it's perfect <laughs> um how, do you want do you want to just do like one for one on a category I know we're yeah. not doing all categories but I think I know which ones you're doing and I I mean I think we're doing the same ones. I think we have like, I think where you did one, I did another one. Oh, okay. um, Because I want to just acknowledge that. But other than that, I think we have all the same. All right. So, I will kick us off here. Uh, the actor in a leading role, the Oscar, the you know the official, uh, I guess quote like air quotes uh, official winner uh, for <laughs> this was Anthony Hopkins in The Father. The other nominees were Riz Ahmed. Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Gary Oldman and Mank, Stephen Yen in Minari. Uh, I know where we're. I already know we're both going the same on this. Yes. So go ahead. You can let the. You can let them know. The real winner. The real winner was Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal. Hundred yes, percent. Uh, I haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I'm sure Chadwick Boseman is fantastic, but when I saw Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, I was floored. Yeah. He. Um... God, he killed it. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, moving on. Do you want to run us through the next one? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh, one for one like that. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay, I'm picking up now. I'm an idiot. Yeah, actor in a supporting role. <laughs> uh, the winner was Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, and Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, but the real winner, according to Jeremy, was. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I mean, like, this is obviously biased because I haven't seen any of these other movies, but I would say Paul Racy in Sound of Metal because, again, <laughs> uh, I, it's like it's the only one I've seen. And I, I like looking at these other actors. I like Lakeith Stanfield. I'm sure that Judas and the Black Messiah is fucking amazing. I'm sure that Lakeith does amazing. I just haven't seen it, so I'm sorry. Right, and I haven't either. Although weirdly, I am. Um, I'm not rewriting this one. I love Daniel. I really, I just, I'm sure that he killed it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm actually leaving that one as it is. I think that might be the only one, maybe, or a few I might have left, but that's one I'm actually not rewriting because I'm like, okay, I, I like you, Daniel. Nice. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, next up, we've got actress in a leading role with the winner being Frances McDormand in Nomadland. Um, not other nominees were Viola Davis, Miss Rainey's Black Bottom. Andre Day, The United States versus Billy Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, and Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. Uh, really quick, have you seen any of these movies? Don't do this to me. I'm so, I, I, I don't mean, I, it, as I was asking, I don't know if you noticed, like, w- wish I had could go back because <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't want to put him on the spot like that, but it's kind of too late. I, I've seen um, parts of Nomad Land and parts of Promising Young Woman. Okay, and I guess that's the reason I brought it up is because I mostly wanted to know if you've seen Promising Young Woman. I, I haven't no. seen it yet. 
and uh, I I also don't know anyone whose uh, like movie opinion I respect enough to to <laughs> respect their opinion on promising young woman. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's actually as good as a lot of people are saying it is. Um, I mean, from the parts that I have seen, like Carrie's like kills it and she's terrifying. But, oh yeah, I, man. Um, I lo- obviously I always think of Drive, but I absolutely love. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, obviously with Nomadland being the only one I've seen, I'm leaving this one. <laughs> I am also leaving this one just because I love Francie McDorm. Yeah. Um, she's so amazing. She's just, I just, I love her. I love her so much. So yeah. she keeps it. I wish she was my, okay. uh, gra- grandma, I guess. I think she's old enough to be my grandma, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, She could yeah. be my mom. That's fine. She could be my Probably. mom. Probably. Yeah, let's just not let's just not like offend her in case she's listening. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. She could be your sister, Jeremy. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> My baby sister, <Okay>. Francie. <laughs> <laughs> um, next we have uh, actress in a supporting role. Uh, the winner was Yoo Jung Yoon and Minari, uh, which specifically is the grandma. Speaking of, uh, and then the other nominees were Maria uh, Bakalova in the Borat. Um, sequel. I'm not gonna read it. All. <laughs> uh, Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy. Is it Elegy or Elegy? Because I saw. That I think movie it's Elegy. Oh yeah, I saw it too. Uh, Olivia Coleman in The Father and Amanda Seyfried in Mank. And who did she play in Mank? I don't. She, know. She's uh oh, this is supporting role. I mean, I guess, I guess it is a supporting role. I, I can't remember who she plays. I mean, I'm no. I'm just gonna throw this out there now. Like, I've I've watched Mank and I thought it was the most overrated fucking movie <laughs> of the year, at least. I think it it was either the most nominated or the one that won the most awards. So you're probably you're not going that way with it. Uh, you know, no, obviously. it just blows my mind. It was it was uh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, who do you, all right? Who do you have here? Who did you rewrite? Who's well, your winner? I I, I I haven't seen Minari, Minari, but I just I really feel like that this one is probably best left alone. I saw Hill, Hillbilly Elegy and Glen Coast. Like I'm assuming that's who plays the mom. Is that what you said? I don't remember. That, that she's oh, I don't know who she plays. Or uh, you mean just? But it is Glen Close and that. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that movie is alright. Um, but I'm just gonna leave this one. I think. Okay, and that's oh, and, that's a great uh, man. That's tough too with Maria. Like I, she also did really really well. And I and I saw that movie, but I just I feel like maybe I shouldn't base this one <laughs> off the movies I have seen. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. At... <laughs> Le- leaving it is 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 a great choice because she, um, yeah, she's amazing. She absolutely is amazing in the movie. She deserves it 100. percent But for me, just uh, for the sake of um, not keeping everything the same, like I have the yeah. last two or whatever, I, I am going with Maria because okay. I've seen that movie twice, and I actually watch it the second time mainly because of her performance. So. Yeah. Uh, I am, I'm going to give it to her. She's definitely like a, a an awesome like breakout. Uh, she for, for her to come out of nowhere and 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 like, I think that she's deserving of it because it's as you know it's not a typical role in the slightest. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's basically ad libbing like you know fifty to you know sixty percent of it. Yeah, like because he'll say do this, do that, but she has to react. She has to react appropriately. I, she just killed it. Yeah, definitely an added <laughs> challenge to. I mean, it's a whole different like style of, of filmmaking. Right. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Um, okay, this is the one I had. Animated feature film. The winner was Soul. Uh, other nominees were Onward, Over the Moon, a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, and Wolfwalkers. So I think I've seen three out of five of these. That's why I decided to go with this. 
I've seen two, and a Shaun the Sheep movie, is that a Wallace and Gromit, like, spin-off-y thing? I think it's the same so. Animation I mean, style. I know, yeah, I know, like, I've seen some other Shaun the Sheep movies, or maybe just one? I don't know. But okay. yeah, yeah, definitely that, like, claymation, like, animated claymation? I don't know how you describe that. Mm-hmm. So I always thought that was, like, a very weird stylistic choice to, like, not do claymation, but let's make it look. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for this one... Um, I think that I would pick Over the Moon. Um, like Soul, Soul is a really great movie. Onward is a really great movie. They both just, I, I think I'm, the like super sad undertones are kind of, I'm kind of over those mm-hmm. a little bit. It's just sometimes it's too much. Um, over the Moon is like a really, really great story about like family and where you, where you come from and all kinds of, I don't, it's really, really great. I Yeah, so I've seen Soul and Onward. I watched the trailers to the other ones. So like Over the Moon is like, is it like about a girl wanting to like become an astronaut or something? Or yeah, what's yeah, the... she yeah she wants to like fly fly to the moon. Okay, so that's like that's cute. Um, so you're going with that one you said over the moon. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I I'm not Soul is great. Onward I thought was like fine. I thought it was like one of like maybe the lesser Pixar movies, but still good. Yeah. But because they're both Pixar and Disney, I don't neither of these are winning. Like, yeah, that's the other thing too. I think it's <laughs> anti Disney Pixar winning every fucking award ever. Yeah, so uh fuck that. But but based off the art style and the the story, I thought Wolfwalkers looked really interesting and cool. And so I'll probably end up watching it at some point. So that's that's my award winner. Nice. Um okay, did you do this next one? Or was it yeah, just did me? you Okay, yeah I did. Okay, so we have cinematography next. Um, the winner was, unfortunately, for Jeremy Mank. Um, and I'll just do the names because these are the DPs. Uh, Eric Messerschmidt. Uh, and then the other nominees were Judas and the Black Messiah by Sean Bobbitt. Uh, News of the World by Darius Wolski. Nomadland by Joshua James Richards. And by by, I mean, you know, filmed whatever by their style. Uh, the Trial of Chicago 7. Feed on Pom- Papa Michael? All right, I might have to go with him. I didn't see his name before. <laughs> um okay who did you do for this one who's your what movie all right i i just i'm not a nomadland fanboy but i am picking nomadland for this because like the scenery is like fucking amazing some of the places they go in the movie is like i thought it was absolutely beautiful how they captured some of the the scenery uh mank it's black and white I, i don't know if that's why they picked it because they because it made it black and white is that part of cinematography if they put a black and white filter over it i i don't know um, I I just I I didn't understand why like cinematography wise, not a winner for me. Hmm. I definitely didn't have Mank as my winner. Honestly, <sighs> though, okay, so I did, but only because I really don't know. I haven't seen these enough yeah. to like get a feel for them, and so I kind of just went with it because I, I if it's black and white, it's probably stylistic too in terms of filming. But the way you talked about it, I, I don't. I honestly don't want to pick it. Um, I, I, I'm probably I'm gonna go with Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, I also do want to rewrite this one. I don't know why I had Manka. I think I just wanted to throw Manka Bone. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. <laughs> I, I guess. And let me just I'll try and throw Mank half a bone. Mank is like, <laughs> it's it, it's not it isn't a bad movie. I think I'm just annoyed by the praise it's gotten. Right. Um, it is. You think it's good, overrated? And I, I just I think it's yeah I think it's very overrated. And do you know you know the story of Mank, like. I mean, I know it's about yeah. the the whatever the making of, of uh, the writing process behind Citizen Kane, right. and it's a lot of the way it's shot is I guess similar to Citizen Kane, which obviously was like 
in terms of storytelling also is revolutionary i don't if that's i don't know if that's the right word a big turning point in filmmaking and uh like Manx's not that it's the story of that and it's a good story but it's not it's not citizen kane i, I don't know i i think yeah, that's why i'm just think, annoyed that yeah. people are acting like it is like right okay right. i don't i do not have costume design do you nope me neither. okay uh i do have directing and uh and i don't know why i'm even bother reading this and so the winner the official winner was nomadland uh by do you do you know how to pronounce her last name Oh fuck that. Zhao maybe. All I right. don't know. Yes. Chloe Zhao. <laughs> Chloe Zhao. Anyways, uh, the other nominees were another round, Thomas Vinterberg, Mank, David Fincher, Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, and Promising Young Woman by Emerald Fennel. I'm not changing this one. I am uh, I am so happy uh, that she won for Nomadland and I think I and these other ones, another round I think I have also watched. Um, haven't watched and and Mank, but not the other two. But um yeah, I, I, I said I wasn't a Nomadland fanboy, but I really, am, <laughs> I really am racking up a lot of Nomadland. <laughs> I, knowing what none of the round is described by you directing, I guess I thought it was not like a movie that would have a directing nominee, award nominee. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, but that's interesting. I really want to watch that now. Um, for me, this is where I'm giving Minari love by Lee Isaac Chung because I didn't give to Steven and then I changed the supporting actress or, or yeah, best yeah. actress, I forget, but uh, or supporting, yeah. So, so here I'm going Minari. I, it is just, it's, it's just, it's such a perfect film. Like, yes. Just, yeah. Really and enjoyed it. I feel like uh, this is a good time to bring up like part of my issue with the Oscars is like I want to see some other movies in here like i we're, we're seeing like the same like eight yep. movies and there's some other really great uh films that came out in 2020 which should definitely be recognized in a year when filmmaking was just in a weird place yeah i was gonna say like is it because of limited pool in the first place but then it's like well no every year it's pretty much the same 10 films over and over again. yeah like, <laughs> yeah and there's um, more than 10 films that are deserving, like you said, for like yeah. the big categories, for sure. <clears throat> um, okay. Do you have documentary feature? Yeah, and I haven't seen these, but what I did is I read the plot of all of these and picked my favorite. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, I will read them, but I'm going to have you pick because I have not seen or read about any of these. Uh, so the official <laughs> Oscar winner was My Octopus Teacher. Nominees were Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, and Time. Now, if I were to just pick one off of names, like obviously I would continue to go with My Octopus Teacher. But tell me about which one you uh, would pick. And um, yeah, yeah. So I'll just quickly say from what I remember. So My Octopus Teacher is this like dude that's like studying this octopus throughout her life or whatever. I heard from i think on another podcast or whatever people talking about this movie and these two and two of the people talking about it agreed that this dude sounds like he wants to fuck this octopus and by the end they question mm. whether he's done it or not and they're half joking but based on that alone i think this, the dude's weird so i don't i don't want him to be <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he's like really into this Pippa's octopus weird? dude oh what do you say sorry i said pippa you think pippa's weird Pippa. That I don't know. That's the name that's listed under my octopus teacher. Oh, I just, I just like the name Pippa. Yes. <laughs> uh, Collective is what I'm picking, and that one is about uh, 
like healthcare reform. Okay. It's the one that I picked, and I can't even remember healthcare reform in some country. I don't know. It sounded interesting though. Yeah. And um, and I picked it, and then saw that out of the five, it had the highest Metacritic, and I'm like, fuck yeah, because I'm because Metacritic rules. Uh, <laughs> Crip Camp is um, straight by the name. It's 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 not about you know Crips trying to leave the gang. It's about uh, handicapped people at like a camp oh. that was started and i think i think it was like produced or backed by the obamas or something um the mole agents uh somebody hired this one sounded really interesting somebody hires uh a de- private detective uh private investigator whatever to go undercover in an old person's home in like an uh, eastern european country or something i forget where and so that's really cool. yeah and then time I, again i kind of forget this one i feel bad i think it has to do with like minority like a black a black family and something i forget exactly uh but i mean they all sounded interesting but i'm going with collective <clears throat> nice uh yeah these are ones that i would definitely like to check out uh especially crip camp <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay do you have documentary short subject i don't did you do that one no but okay. i did do the next one film editing okay i didn't do editing. I did visual effects. So you do editing and I'll do effects. Okay. Film editing. This is also another one of my favorites. Oh. Did, uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, I was looking at international and I was like, oh, this is not what I remember. <laughs> this is not uh, it. So, uh, film editing. <laughs> that last one, Qua, qua Vadiada. That, is, that <laughs> yeah, wasn't exactly. familiar. <laughs> I don't remember the editing on that uh, film <laughs> that I obviously watched. <laughs> okay, so the official winner was, of course, Sound of Metal. Nominees were The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Style of Chicago 7. Um, okay, I base these ones off of trailers. I have seen Sound of Metal and Nomadland, but I uh, the, I don't have a ton of interest in The Trial of Chicago 7, but I will say that the trailer was very promising. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm basing my Oscar winner. Awesome. Are you sure you're not just basing it off the persons whose name you can probably pronounce the past out of all these? Because that's what I, that's what I'm. Oh yeah, I mean, I yes, that definitely that factors into my uh, <laughs> my top secret Oscar formula. <laughs> uh, I also would have loved. I'm also cool, good pick because that I really want to see that movie. I'm sure it's it's great and deserves uh, love. But I yeah. would loved if you were. If you were, like, not really paying attention, you're like, all right, so, like, film editing, I'm going to read these here. Like, another round edited by a guy named Denmark, and then this <laughs> guy named Hong Kong edited for better days. Just like this. Wait, hold, hold on a second. Um, I do want to say, okay, so another round, one international feature. <clears throat> I liked this movie. I watched it, and uh, I just – the my only thing with, it, with another round is, like, uh, okay, like, let's talk about Parasite for a second. Parasite's a movie that's, like – a foreign film that I would recommend to any single person. It doesn't matter what their taste in movies is. If I know nothing about what they like, I would be like parasite. Like you should watch parasite. Another round is really, really good, but it's like a, a, a drama and it's, it deals with, you know, uh, you know, these four like high school friends that are middle aged now and like their life is slowed down and they decide to do this experiment where they stay at like a 0.05 blood alcohol, uh, content just, just because they, because they're more fun when they're drunk um, or intoxicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it was good, but it's – it's uh, Parasite was better. That's what I'm trying to say. Par- yeah. Just watch Parasite. <laughs> Is it really an experiment if I do that every day? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, are you writing down what's happening? 
as long if you can write one oh uh, yeah well maybe the, the next thing write that down and now it's an experiment <laughs> it's official unable to write yesterday <laughs> uh, i also i'll say that i apparently collect was about romania because it says right here so apparently it's about healthcare in romania Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I think they're going to remember. <laughs> Guessing it's Romania based off this. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, you did editing. I did um, visual effects. And the winner was Tenet, which is probably like a no-doubter as far as, yes. I mean, even if it's not a great movie. But uh, the other nominees, though, were Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, and The One and Only Ivan. Um, and I specifically picked this category because I just wanted to show love to Love and Monsters you know which yes. i talked about on here said i love that movie and uh, and beyond just like my personal love for the movie bias aside it it looks the visual effects are like done really well the monsters are very like believable looking and very cool design so yeah i like very vividly remember you talking about it i still haven't watched it i need to watch it though it's yeah it's good i mean it's just it, it's a it's a it's a fun it's not a turn your brain off movie but it's like a fun just action yeah. movie i mean it's, it's literally just a kid trekking to get his love and and going across like a monster wasteland it's just cool it's just fun yeah and like i said it looks really cool so and that's why i want to see like more other movies like it makes sense to me that love and monsters could win visual effects and you know i guess actually really in this category there aren't any other that we've seen 15 million times already yeah but like why can't there be more categories like that where it's it's like five films you haven't seen in every other category like there should be yeah i mean there's not like a maybe like a breakout director because then you get new so, yeah a category that encourages non-dick sucking would be nice yes like <laughs> sorry pardon me just <laughs> and then another point that i want to bring up that you and i actually talked about was the writing adapted screenplay category which i had never like i never knew this before this but i saw that borat's the borat sequel was nominated and I was so confused why or how, I guess, that would be, like, an adapted s- screenplay. And the official rule or whatever, I guess, that I found was that adapted screenplay versus original screenplay, like, adapted can be adapted from anything. It can be adapted from a book, a movie, or whatever. And in, in Borat's case, what I'm assuming is that it's adapted from all of the clips that he got, you know, from all, all of the uh, the unscripted stuff, and then he took that and was like you know kind of making the story on the fly but that's what makes it an adapted screenplay i just thought that was really fucking cool yeah because you would never it's like crazy to think that because you think like borat is like possibly the most as as original as you can get in terms of a screenplay <laughs> yeah exactly but it's not <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> um yeah that was it, right? That's that. that. Oh, you don't. Know, I had best picture. I thought. Did you do? Did you oh do my god! How did we, oh yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> I can easily do it right now. I totally forgot that we didn't do best picture. <laughs> it's Moonlight. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so the big winner for best picture was Nomadland. Nominees were The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago Seven. Hundred percent. The real winner is Sound of Metal. Um, yep. I've showed a lot of love for Sound of Metal and Nomadland, but if the two were to go up against each other, Sound of Metal is the king. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more. Mank is the clear winner here. <laughs> didn't even see it. Didn't have to see it. Know that it's perfect. Right. Uh, no, I actually, I, Sound of Metal was, it, it was a toss-up for me between Sound of Metal and, surprisingly, a movie I haven't seen, which is The Trial of Chicago 7. But oh, I, nice. again, I'm just going with 
Lakeith Sanfield's performance and Daniel's performance, and it's written by Aaron Sorkin, so I trust that, even though he's a little hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, but the importance of what it's about, and especially with what's happening today, not to be that guy. But I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna throw them the best picture because I'm sure they were deserving. But Sound of Metal, kind of figured you would pick it, so I kind of didn't go that way. But it's also <laughs> right there. It's one A, one B. But then Minari, Nomadland, amazing. Um, everything's below Mank, but that's kind of my list after Mank. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, this concludes the Explosive Hammer Real Deal Official Oscar Awards. <laughs> yes, those were the real winners. I have to remember to add some sound effects. And I meant to dress up too. <laughs> <laughs> for the video. I wanted this to be super official. But I'll add some applause after we yes. announce real winners. Um, okay, so here we are. What are we at? We are at... A little over an hour. Just a little over an hour, yeah. So this is perfect. And now we can move on to our last bit of the show, which is um, big-time rant time. Um, there is a movie, and and it is... Uh, wait, 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 wait. I want to fact-check this before I say this. There is a movie that is very, very popular right now. On becoming the most popular is that what you're looking up yeah is that what, is i don't that know true? if it's on track or is if it, it is the, now yeah i think it is it's i think it's their i'm pretty sure it is netflix's most streamed film i guess it's not surprising considering what it is and everything but yeah um, okay, so let's talk about Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder. Written by Zack Snyder, we, we produced just, by Zack Snyder. Yeah, written, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we just spent, I don't remember how long that episode is, but we did a very lengthy, we did a Snyder cut of the Snyder cut, and we talked a lot about Zack Snyder and our thoughts on Zack Snyder. Now, I think it's a little interesting for us to dig into Army of the Dead. Uh... Uh, what's the Metacritic score on Army of the Dead too? I meant to pull that something. up. Let me. I'll research him really quick. Okay. <clears throat> what is it My for Metacritic you? Metacritic score. Thirty. Yeah. Which thirty? I thank you. That I was gonna yeah. say like thirty-three. Yeah, it's got a, a fifty-seven. It's got a. It's got a. It's got a sixty-nine on Rotten Tomatoes, but fifty-seven Metacritic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, what, I guess, I don't know, where do you want to start with this? Dude. <laughs> Army of the Dead. Oh, you have some comments. I, yes, yeah, so right? I've got a do Reddit. Wanna, I don't know if you want to start kinda, with that or not. Okay, so that's kind of like what started me wanting to kind of talk about this in the first place. I mean, we've both seen the movie, um, I, like, you could do a whole episode on Righteous Gemstones, I probably could do a whole, or a whole episode, rather, <laughs> I could probably do a whole episode just tearing apart this movie for plot choices character choices and right. even, really even cinematography because sometimes it just looks like shit uh people have talked about the depth of field yeah. i mean i don't know man like it doesn't the idea the premise is if you don't know if you haven't seen it this oh this is why i was disappointed let me so let me just say like yeah oh yeah yeah um, i was disappointed yeah. because as i said to jeremy before uh when we were talking about it in our discord the the premise of the movie is so cool like like God, please give me us like just hand me the 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 log line. Uh, there's a heist, you know, a, a Vegas heist in a zombie quarantine yeah. Las Vegas, and I will fucking do it so much more justice than what Zach did. 
I just <laughs> such a cool premise, yes. and it was just executed so poorly. Oh, I know. It was it, okay, and that's like you say that a ve- whatever a Vegas heist during a zombie apocalypse, and a- any any single person is like, hmm. There's that nobody that doesn't bite on that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. My grandpa's like a 70-year-old man, and he'd hmm. be like, hmm, I think I'd right. like to Right, I gotta watch see how this film. is done. Like, I gotta, <laughs> let me... <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, so many letdowns. Okay. But, so then, this thread gets posted. And it's by, uh, Everything's Taken, My Dude. And it's just titled, it's in, it's in the Netflix <laughs> subreddit, so go look it up. It's just called, uh, Army of the Dead is Stupid. Stupid in all caps. And you know what? I'll just I'll just read his quick you know his his post because it kind of describes some of the things that are wrong with it, and then I can read some reactions to it. Uh, but it says the quote unquote main plot makes zero fucking sense when you find out what Tanaka, who's the guy that is commissioning the people to go get the money in the first place, Dave Bautista and his team. Um, when you find out what Tanaka is actually after, movie could have been done within two minutes, meaning they want the they, the twist is that they want the queen zombies girl's head. And they see her two seconds into the quarantine, they could have killed her. Uh, and even if that, uh, if the main plot was what it is, why not wait for the thing to go off first? Meaning the nuclear bomb. I guess you could just go in and clean it up. Although you know radiation. Uh, the daughter character is horrible and insanely stupid. Agreed. The first death in the movie yes. might be the dumbest scene I've ever seen, which is. Um, you know, sorry, okay, let me just finish this. <laughs> the squad was like 20 feet away. They could have 100% <laughs> saved the character had they done anything at all instead of just fucking standing there. There's so much more. I usually don't get, quote-unquote, pulled out so much in movies, but this movie, this was so fucking stupid. Snyder needs to stay away from writing and stick behind the camera. And, you know, that's that's specifically kind of a reference to uh, Dawn of the Dead where uh, James Gunn wrote it, you know, Zack filmed it, and it, it yeah. combined. Boom. You got, you got fire. Yes. This one where it's just Zack... Not great. And so I think it's interesting that they point out that scene where there's a character who basically, like, just gets left by the group that could have saved her because um, it, it kind of, you know, point it, it goes to my point about in the Snyder Cut when I said that off screen, you have to imagine the characters are just standing there or else, it, you know, what are they doing? And I talk right, about yeah, this. I'm yeah. talking about, like, you know, yeah. the 1v1 Superman fights and stuff. What is everybody else doing? And Snyder does it here yeah. again where this girl dies – and it, dude, there's like three zombies and like ten of these people with guns. I don't know. It, so that yeah, was stupid. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot more that was stupid. But then, um, <laughs> sorry, I don't want to like do all the time. I'm gonna read some some comments. But like, so what? Overall, you you kind of agree there was just it just like like what like what were your big problems with the movie? Yeah. Um, okay, so big problems definitely. I would say mostly story related, but kind of in general, there wasn't anything that I felt was like, I wasn't like, but it at least has this. (laughs) I was a bit annoyed. The movie starts out and opening credits are uh, like, you know, like the slow motion with the zombie or wait, I don't remember if that, yeah, it was the opening credits, slow motion of the zombies. And it's to a Richard cheese song, which is there's a Richard cheese montage in Mm -hmm. Dawn of the dead. And I guess the whole movie, I was kind of looking for like, what's like are they going to bring something new to like zombie movies which do we have so many to choose from and i didn't feel like there was i i even even the story like the the premise again i'm thinking here we go something new something different and it's like it wasn't it wasn't like nothing was there wasn't there and that's why i say there isn't anything that i was like but at least it has this um so story was like my biggest gripe but in general 
uh, and I guess everything about the story, like, uh, and dialogue, uh, you know, like when, when Tanaki walks in and he's talking to Dave Batista and he's like, well, now you're just a man cooking booger. <laughs> not boogers, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, if Dave, if Dave Batista serves me up a booger, I'd probably eat it just out of oh, fear that he sure. would break me in but two. That's not what he's serving up. <laughs> but, <this way>. but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, no, the line, the line is, you're just a man serving up burgers, and uh, I was just like, man, this is just fucking bad. It's, yes, yeah. Um, and like specifically to the comment that you mentioned is, uh, it's it's bad enough that it pulls you out, and and that scene is a really great example where like you know you're you're watching someone die, and you're like, dude, there's fucking like these everyone's there, right? Like. <laughs> like <laughs> what's going on uh so i did the, the i watched this one on my phone i did the 10 second skip uh, nice. a lot good good point good good plan <laughs> um so many people were saying like it's tanaka's safe how does he not know the code that's a pretty good question uh how are they how oh, are yeah. they going to carry out 200 million dollars worth of money and like 10 people on a single helicopter because that actually weighs more than you'd think Zach, you know 200 million dollars oh yeah um and then not to mention there there are robot zombies uh that i'm not that's flat out there are robot zombies um they're they're the 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 girl that suddenly has a love interest in dave bautista out of nowhere she as people pointed out is wearing the same key necklace as the dead soldiers that they find in the in in the you know the previous team that was sent in um and and i don't necessarily think those are plot holes so much as they will be addressed in the already greenlit prequels uh, I thought that was one thing. People were, were like, they don't explain this. And yeah, they probably should have done maybe something because you don't want to be completely like, what the right. fuck? But if you if you know, right. which you probably should know, like, I, or I mean, like, have like, I don't know. I just feel like when this was like greenlit, it, I, it was like all over the place that he's also getting sequels. So there's no, I unless they're not yeah, explaining, yeah. You know, unless, like he has to be a complete idiot if he doesn't address this stuff. Uh, so hopefully he does. Yeah. Anyway, can I just um, can I get some comments here though because these really upset me, uh, and I'll try to get through <laughs> yes, this quickly. Yes. But this one right here, Zelda kissed Link, is the name. I'm calling him out. He says, "Don't listen to haters. This is a fun zombie movie that everyone should see at least once." All caps. Oh the Schneider God. haters with a Z are out and they are foaming at the mouth. <sighs> oh so apparently you have you're a Snyder hater now if you didn't appreciate the, the shit movie. Um. Dude, I'm I'm afraid that I'm a, a Snyder fanboy sometimes, and I'm telling you, don't watch it's it, it's two and a half fucking like, hours, dude. Do not watch this movie just because, right. like, it's, it's not good. Hours, <laughs> Jesus. Um, then then there's a lot of these comments. Uh, okay, so this one, his name is Mac and Dennis. Great great name by the way. Uh, great username. He said, "I thought it was fun. I don't need a movie about zombies to make sense." <sighs> okay, your your bar is already no. set really low because. The movie should make sense. Period. I don't care what it's about. But then, like the reply, and a lot of the a lot there's a lot of replies that are very similar to this person. Same. Everyone is ripping this movie apart like it's supposed to be a contender for the best picture this year. Why do people that watch movies have the bar of like it has to be an Oscar winner or it's like a shit movie not meant to be taken serious? Whatever. It can be bad. And you know what? Yeah. The problem I think people have is they can't admit that they like a bad movie. Like, because it's okay. Like, like you can say this movie was awful. Yeah. It had its problems. But I liked it. But nobody is saying that. Everybody wants to say you're thinking too much. It's a zombie movie. Have fun with it. It's not meant to be taken seriously. And 
um, one of the points that I made in this thread, because I'm all over this fucking thread, find me, bitches, Rumble's Mechanic. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, I delete that. Um, <laughs> is I put, I, I commented, you know who I bet would never say the movie was not meant to be taken serious? Zack Snyder. He's not going to say that. Like, he's not going to yeah. go, you know what, guys, turn your brains off. I made this dumb movie. It doesn't make sense. You're right. It's just fun. Like, I don't know. I, thankfully, though, this, this thread was overall uh, upvoted, you know, 1500 upvotes 88 uh, percent a lot of people in the comments coming to to just bash these people for their low expectations you know so i appreciate that yeah uh, but man i i just don't know what's wrong now that as a society we can't like you you can't dislike a movie without being some sort of like cynic or you can't have fun you know like right uh, Shaun of the dead is a perfect example of of like a dumb a dumb zombie movie but how good is that movie so yeah yeah well and even okay i think i've talked about it before like resident evil that series is a guilty pleasure of mine like they're not good movies they're bad movies but i i like to watch them but just you know while knowing these are not good movies and that's fine but you like you can't try like i'm not going to try and tell someone you know that resident evil or like these turn your brain i don't i don't fucking know why i like them (laughs) like I don't know what it is. Uh, they're not good. I wouldn't try and tell someone that they have some like redeeming factor or whatever. I would be like, no, this, these movies are shit, but I'm going to watch it. I, you know, they're consistently what they are. You know, Paul the, Paul Anderson's behind yeah. the, the camera and every literally all seven or however many there are. So, yeah, I that's yeah. a series that I can appreciate, like liking and, and understanding, you know, exactly like what you said about it. But and it, and I think it, it knows, you know, there's, they know what they're doing and things. And like there's a difference between a yeah. movie that shouldn't be taken serious and a movie that knows what it's doing and at least tries to do it well. Yeah. And I know it's bad whenever like okay, at work, uh, like a lot of people watch a lot. Any, I mean, if it's on like Netflix or whatever, they all watch it. We're all disgusting people that do nothing but watch Netflix <laughs> or at work. Uh, anyways. Um, so people are always bringing up, you know, whatever's new, whatever's, you know, just came out and, like, I know that something's bad because not a single fucking person has brought up Army <laughs> of the Dead, but I know, I know for a fucking fact that all of us have watched it. There's, a, You know what I mean? There's a 0% yeah. chance we haven't all watched it, but no one's even bringing it up because it's they like know. It's not even worth, like, like, there's just nothing, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Hi, Mark. <laughs> there, there just really isn't anything there. So, I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe the sequel will redeem it in some way. Probably make it worse. Uh, yeah is snyder is snyder behind the yeah i'm pretty sure so army of thieves is the prequel and it is no it's uh not written uh the story is by him not the screenplay and it's not directed by him so very Hmm. well could be better Hmm. yeah but i'm just you know i'd be very hesitant to watch it i'm really dead i was stoked for sick premise it looks i mean it looks cool like in in i don't know how to explain it uh, I guess in a trailer, right? You know, when you when you're just seeing the the explosions and stuff, and you're like, wow, this is like very colorful. Like these, like the zombies look great. Um, but then when you watch the movie, it's just not none of it. And and oh my god, dude, that fucking. All right, I'm I, I will try and <laughs> I'll try and contain myself, but I do just want to say like. Some of the things that really annoyed me that I was super hyped for was uh, the the zombie tiger. I thought mm-hmm. that was so fucking cool. In uh, in you know in the trailer, and I was like, yes, that makes perfect sense. We're in Vegas. Like, how could there not be like a zombie tiger? Like, so fucking sick. Um, that the scene with him and I can't think of that actor's name. Um, 
when he fights that thing and it rips him up, it was so the, fucking like, lame. The, the guy, that, the bad like, guy, right? That's who he kills. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. it was. Mm-hmm. It was so yep. fucking lame. The way that he it like uses his paw and launches him like a hundred feet, and then it like, I think the idea is that it was like playing with him, but I, you know, it's fucking dumb, man. I was, yeah. I didn't like it. Um, it like that that zombie tiger was uh, was so yeah hype for me. Like, holy fuck, how is this gonna use? Yeah. Like, well, and then, yeah. And even the idea of it actually being like the scout was really cool too. Uh, but yeah. disappointing end for sure. I have some bad news, I guess, in terms of it's looking like Army of Thieves will in no way explain the questions that at least I have about this. Because um, oh. I'll read here what it's about. Unless there's two stories and it also shows like this this other crew going in that we see that's dead. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, takes, it takes place like during the beginning stage of the zombie outbreak, but it follows the safe cracker as he pulls off a heist with a bunch of other people. So obviously it's not like a focus on, you know, if it focuses on him, it can't be that other group going in, whatever. Anyway. So fuck if I know if it's going to explain anything, but it, but it's interesting. I didn't know that the the sequel is completely focused on the safe cracker. Who was like a kind of interesting character, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, I I was gonna mention that earlier when you brought up the safe that I I kind I liked yeah. this character and I liked um d- just what last kind of one of the last things I'll say here is I liked uh sorry let me get his uh, Omari Hardwick as Vander but Vander yeah, or whatever yeah. but he yeah. but they introduce his saw and then he never as people said they never uses it like to kill zombies <laughs> like yeah okay. <laughs> Um, okay, there is. There's only one other thing that I did want to mention too. Is uh, take. Yeah, I was really uh, curious how you guess, felt about that. Overall thoughts. <laughs> um, really strange. Obviously, like I, I agree with like the decision mm-hmm. and everything to like pull Chris Delia and like kind of. It, it, I mean, I I like Chris Delia, but then obviously when all all of these stories came out and stuff, like <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, so I think it was the right move, but it was it's very. It's yeah. very strange <laughs> to see, I guess. And I think, and I'm, I was going to ask when you brought up that people mentioned depth of field, if, if that was specific, because I did notice in all of the scenes with like, uh, take talking to any character, the, the, the depth of field was kind of off. And I've, when I was thinking about it, I was like, it's probably because like that, that character is not originally there. And it's like, like scenes were either, in, I guess, you know what I mean? She was like, in focus or, or she was the only one not in focus type deal or yeah. something like that. Well, like, like scenes where she's, she, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, it would be like, she would be having a one-on-one conversation with like, you know, Batista's character. And, but like one of them would be uh-huh. just kind of off, yeah. just look off. Um, and also, she smokes a cigar throughout the whole movie, but maybe we don't. We can get her a real one because that's that CGI cigar smoke was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so bad. The whole movie is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sorry, Zach. It's it, it, I mean, it's sad too, man. It's sad that it's that fucking. I know. Shit. But the whole uh, the whole movie should have been what the opening was. Like it and and some yeah. like feel like it should. I don't know fun and just zombies yeah, yeah. and blah 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 i don't know took itself too serious <laughs> yeah exactly <clears throat> yeah um yeah that's it for zombie of the dead i mean <laughs> army of the dead boogers of the dead um and that is boogers and boogers of the dead starring <laughs> dave batista um that is all i have for episode zero seven nope, three. that's you it. anything else all right 
Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. See we'll see you in the next one.